Have you ever wondered what living your true, authentic life would be like? And doing so fearlessly, undeniably, and unapologetically. Is such a way of life even possible? My answer is yes, it is. Welcome to my podcast, From Fearful to Fierce. My name is Sarah Odogross-Fatna, and I will be using this space to share simple, easy-to-implement tips on how to become the best version of yourself by living authentically, unapologetically, undeniably, and fearlessly. From Fearful to Fierce is based on my FFTF trilogy, which is available on Amazon, by the way, a series on the importance of knowing, accepting, and loving one's self. So whether you are struggling with imposter syndrome, self-doubt, or just looking to level up your confidence again, this podcast has got you covered. So get ready to take on the world one fearless step at a time as this podcast unravels and tackles some of the issues that prevents us from becoming the best version of ourselves. Once again, I'm your host, Sarah Odogrosfatna. Know what to let go. That's uh, the topic uh, of today. I am going to start again with a story about my father this time. My father was uh, an amazing man. I know that most people say that about their dad, but truly my father was one of a kind. First of all, he was very generous. In fact, I remember on one occasion when he really gave out my uh, my senior sister's school fees to uh, a man because the man kept uh, he came crying to our home because his son was uh, ill and he had taken the boy to the hospital and they demanded uh, a large sum of money and he could not afford it. And so my sister was on holiday at the time and it was to live in a couple of days. And the only money at home at that time was my, my uh, sister's school fees. And my father did not even hesitate. He gave the money to the man. And when my sister cried, my father just said, Beloved, I wish I didn't have to do this, but this is a matter of life and death. And uh, this was just not one, but several of the generosity my father displayed. Some may say, okay, that was a bit foolish because he thought more of someone outside than his child. But that wasn't the case because my father really did come up with uh, money for my sister to go back to school. But it was a bit much later. But these were things that my daddy did without, without giving it a second thought. When I was growing up, my home, our home was like a hotel. There were always tons of people. My father was a foodie. In fact, of course, a lot of people also know that I'm a foodie. Those who don't know me often think that I, uh, I learned this or I took this uh, trait from my mother. Although my mom was good, uh, loved food as well, as well as my grandmother, but my father's uh, love for food or love of food was on a different level. 
And so when we were growing up, we always had people trooping in in our compound. And because my father was such an amazing cook, people would just uh, will perceive the aroma of uh, whatever I was cooking. And just when we were sitting down to eat, you you always someone would always stroll in and just say, "Ah, chief, am I might." I uh, just was passing by, and I wanted to come in and just say say hello. And of course, they always almost always passed by when my father was cooking, <laughs> when my father was in charge of the kitchen for that day. Anyway, so this was something my father did. In fact, uh, during the time my, the Nigeria had a civil war in the 60s, 60s stroke 70s, there's so many of those who gave testimony that they survived because of the goodwill of my father. In our home, really, we, we didn't have much savings as a family because there were always people coming in for, for help, to, to ask for help. And my father was always willing to, to offer help. My father was, amongst other things, my father was a big time farmer and he had people working for him. So we had, in our compound, we had several little houses built around the main house, which was our home. And these were houses my father built for his workers, just the people who were consistently working for him. And I remember that he even married wives for some of these uh, workers. There are so many things that uh, I've, I learned from my father that I've adopted from my father, the love for food, or love for food, as I've said, and the generosity of spirit and sharing. Because my father just believed that even if you were successful and you did not use your success to help others, then your success was really pointless, which was also in a way the, 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 the understanding that my, my maternal uh, grandmother had. So you can see why <laughs> she considered my father a favorite son-in-law. This was the kind of home that I grew up. But uh, my father was also a sort of like jack of all trade. He was, uh, he had ideas for so many things and he wanted to try his hands at so many of the ideas. And he did try his hands at so many of the ideas. It was in my father's home actually that I first used perfume and soaps because my father made those things. He made perfumes, he made soaps, he made cream. We, when we were growing up, we didn't buy, we hardly bought soap. My father made everything. But there was something about my father that, uh, that despite his many amazing traits, that uh, my mother used to jokingly say that she hoped that we would not pick up that trait. And it was that my father was very uh, impatient if he impatient, not in the way that he treated people, no, but impatient with uh, a lot of his ideas. If he had an idea to work something and he worked that idea and it seemed like the idea was getting nowhere, he would drop it and then go on to something else. I always do wonder what uh, the kind of material success my father would have had if he had stayed through to finish uh, one thing, if he had not been so impatient with uh, moving on to something else. Because there were so many amazing skills my father had. He was a craftsman. 
making things like spoons and plates and stuff. And he was also, uh, you could say, a bone setter, broken bones that, um, that others could not set. They brought it to my father. Uh, because we come from this region, from generations back, this village or people from my village were known as uh, the bone setters. So every, it was like passed down onto every generation. All of the men there, they knew how to set bones that were broken. They still do. That's, that's a gift. You could say that the talent that God gave to the community. Even that, my father was good at. Because of his generosity of spirit, most people would come. Of course, they would bring people from far and wide. And when it was time to pay, they would just come up with one excuse or another why maybe their wives uh, were, their wives were ill or the kids were ill and they needed to pay school fees or something. And my father would always just say, just let it go. I'm not sure some of those stories were true because, because they knew the kind of person my father was. They sort of like took him a bit for granted because he could never say no to anyone who came crying with problems. So we are talking about uh, you know, being stable here. Because of the many things my uh, father knew how to do, he was not uh, able to uh, settle on one. And uh, not that he could not have settled on one, but because of his impatience, if he tried something like I said and it didn't work, he would just move on to something else. And so as I picked up some of the amazing traits of my father, that lack of focus was the one thing that I didn't want. Because, you know, no matter how fantastic you are at something, if you don't work that thing to the end, if you're not consistent, you will never know how far you could go or you could have gone with it. People came and trained under him, and those people went on to become very successful at those things. But the success that they had, my father did not have that success. They learned all of these things and they went off to become very uh, accomplished. But my father never really had that kind of material accomplishment. The thing about becoming the best version of oneself is that uh, it allows you to really go inside of yourself, to know you enough to understand why certain things might be happening in your life. I have a lot of ideas myself, and sometimes I want to do all of them. But because I know me enough to understand the, the fact or discrepancies in my family history, I'm able to uh, stand still and take stock of everything that is happening around me, especially those things uh, that may actually be working against the kind of future that I want for myself. We really are the product of our history. And for us to be better than our past, we have to understand ourselves because you cannot change what you don't know. Oftentimes people say, I oh, don't dwell in the past, just move on. But Knowing the wise is not dwelling. It's actually a vital tool to understanding what your future will be or to accessing the kind of future that you want for yourself. As you're growing up, you pick up things, 
you you see what your parents do without even you're not conscious of it to just pick up and then those things follow you into your future one thing my grandmother used to say is uh, to me is that uh, that life is a journey and that the journey itself or the road itself will offer you many many gifts it is for you to determine which one to say yes to and which one to say no so the same thing happens with when you're born in that family setting as you grow you take things and so you're picking stuff it is for you to determine when you're mature enough to have an understanding of yourself as an individual it is for you to determine what you will take into your future and what you will let go Thank you for tuning in. Once again, this is From Fearful to Fierce by Sarah Udall Grossfordner. Until next time, keep striving to become the best version of yourself. Live intentionally, be unapologetic, be bold, be fearless. Before I forget, don't forget to subscribe to podcast like the different episodes and press the notification button so that when i bring out uh, new episodes you'll be notified thank you very much until next time